Hi, I'm Kenna Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. You survived Whamageddon. Well, Dick and Skippy had the last laugh. Yeah, if you survived it, we got you today. Welcome. Happy Boxing Day. Is that today? That's today. I was wondering because everyone in soccer world is talking about Happy Boxing Day, and I'm like... What's that? That has nothing to do with soccer, right? It has, has nothing, nothing to do with soccer, soccer, nothing to do with boxing, nothing sports related at all. Basically, long story short, in England, when you get new stuff for Christmas, what you do, you take the old stuff that you maybe outgrew or didn't anymore, you yeah. box it up and you give it out to the homeless and the needy. And so the boxing is actually putting the stuff in boxes and distributing it. Fair so enough. That's, Fair enough. That's it. Morning's with Lone Star. Well, happy Boxing Day. Happy then. Boxing Day. Happy New Year's Eve. 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 I had to count in my head. Dick and Skippy on the air. Is anybody listening out there? Are we talking to the airwaves? Let's find out. Give us a call, 936-647-3776. Is, it, is the day after Christmas. It is. I realized that driving up here, I was like, where is everybody? Well, you know, the uh, the parking lot that usually... You is know, the city closed all week? Uh, well, it's closed today. <laughs> I don't think it's closed all week. I, I think it's closed um, uh, today. You, usually federal holiday... Uh, it's like Thanksgiving and day after, and then Christmas, either day before or day after, depending on, on when it is. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, kind of a ghost town out there. With Sorry to interrupt you. I was just wearing it. 936-647-3776. Yeah, I did a post on Facebook, and you can just comment that or send us a message or email us, uh, D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com. Cool. Because the Christmas spirit is still going. We're in party mode because well, we got New Year's right around the corner. Yeah, my Christmas didn't really start till late last night because Holly was working, working on the kiddos so at the I, I hospital. So I was doing the nursing thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was like all weekend. Did she have to work like double shifts or something? Something like that, oh. kind of off and on. And then uh, we did get to spend Christmas Eve with my grandmother, which was nice. But that was – that's like uh, like any Presbyterian church. It's very routine. So it, was, uh-huh. it, was, it wasn't too ecstatic, but it was nice seeing my grandmother. How's she doing? She's doing good. Really? Yeah. Cool. How's the hip replacement? No, right, yeah. the wrong grandmother, right? No, actually, what was a nice surprise was we did a, a shot of wild turkey in remembrance of my grandfather. I thought that was like a kind of a wild, because my family doesn't really drink, and I, that was the wild card. I was like, wait a second, what, we're changing up Christmas? And I was like, what's this? And just to let you know how often, like, is my grandfather like wild turkey, no one's touched this bottle and so long that when you t- when I twisted off the deal, uh-huh. the cork stayed in it. Oh wow! Okay, that's how that's how long it's been sitting there. And I'm like, hey, does that mean it's okay? I bet that's okay. It's liquor. It's alcohol. Like, yeah, alcohol doesn't doesn't go bad. So I had to figure out a filter plan to get all the cork out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was a nice little deal. And cool. uh, yeah, it was it was typical church. You think churches would change it up because? But then I guess they don't want to. They want to placate to the new people who come out Christmas Eve. Right, you're gonna have your combination. Depending on the church, you'll have your. Let's do a couple of rock and Christmas tunes and and talk about it. I, one time I went to this uh, Universal Unitarian Church for Christmas, and uh, how'd that turn out? Uh, it was it was different. 
It was, uh, you know, you know, I, I pass no judgment on this. Uh, believe what you want to believe. Uh, absolutely. Uh, universal Unitarian, they kind of believe anything goes. <laughs> and basically, it was a historically very accurate rendition from a purely historical uh, aspect of, of uh, the Messiah coming in different religions and what was going on because uh, Joshua and Ibn— um, You know, I had the same thought because uh, I needed to go to this because when the Pope compared— I saw that he compared— uh, Fake news? Well, no, he compared Mary and—or the mom, uh, Jesus' mother huh? and father, like a refugee— Really, I missed that and, one. And like, that's the story. I was like, wait a second, were they being attacked? Nope. Like, were they escaping things? Nope. I was like, I thought they were just trying to get, like, they might have been. They were trying to find affordable health care. They might have been trying to get away, get away from King Herod, but like, what? I was really confused. Well, yeah, the, uh, the whole thing about Herod was Herod heard that the Messiah was being born and it ordered the, the slaying of. You know, yeah, but I, the way you compared, I was like, I feel like I, I don't I don't pay attention to history because I'd really needed to go to this place where you went that one time. Uh-huh. Because I can actually, like, yeah, they'll give you, they'll give you the history. But um, speaking of the Vatican, speaking of the Pope, so over the Christmas holiday. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. A topless female. Yes, people, you heard me. A woman with no top on uh, crashed the oh my God. Vatican. So, like, the nativity scene. You know the the official nativity scene of the universe, uh, to try to steal the baby Jesus out of it. <laughs> She's a, a little young lady's name is Alisa Vino Cadrova. Uh, now I do know that in Italian vino means wine, so I'm figuring booze may have been involved to some. Uh, she's a uh, a member of this group called Femin Femin. I don't. You're you're talking to me like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have it, no idea what you're talking. I mean, F, I've F I've heard Frank. of them before in a sense of seeing pictures, of course. And then, uh, so they're 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 a a activist group of females. Well, my favorite thing about them uh -huh. is the pictures. When I say like, oh, no, I'm not talking like naughty pictures. It's more of they when they go in, they burst into the scene of like a. Uh, a breaking of the ground of like a thing they're trying to protest or building. You know, that's how I, like the standard picture. Everyone looks really New Yorkish mm. and all, you know, and they're like outside. They never were outside. But then they're also, you see this naked lady to their right and all their faces are like, <laughs> and it's, it's really great to see people who, who, who are really wealthy in the, in the mindset. And then they get interrupted by this. Cause there was one, I think it was in the Netherlands when one of the, official state people were given a speech about something and literally somehow she got from behind him. So he has no idea. He's on the podium <laughs> giving Boy, this. Boy, that was a good joke I told. Yeah, uh, yeah, like he's giving a speech to the crowd and they have a picture of like from the side where the crowd's like, <gasps> and this woman behind him is holding the sign, like doing this little thing. And I'm like, oh man, this is, that's like, that has to be one of the greatest pranks. So they're called sextremists. Uh, their, their motto is that the woman's best weapon is her bare breast. Uh, so on one end we, we have the feminist movement and I'm not, you know. well, be true. Okay, let's look at that. Uh -huh. So what we're born with, that might be true for a lady for today's standard. Mm -hmm. That might be her best weapon. Oh, absolutely. But uh, that's the thing. It's so, uh, these extremists working for Femen are objectifying their bodies and protest to people objectifying their bodies. No way. That's not, I thought it was just more of they, that's just the way they protest. They're, they're using a body part. That's to, amazing. To, 
get a leg up as it were which i'm fine don't, don't get me wrong i'm absolutely fine with this you know again growing up in japan and england you know topless was the thing whoopie doo uh was it yeah i don't know anything about other places oh yeah on, texas on, is not really a place on british tv you see topless women all the time on the newspaper the the, the daily sun you had the, the page three nude that's why i think i told you that's why i got a paper route so i could deliver the the daily sun every morning and flip to page three were you serious yeah uh-huh Page three nude, be a topless woman. With, it'd be amazing. like a Playboy centerfold where, you know, Bambi's 18. She goes to London Polytechnic and wants to be a receptionist. And Is that why they always say the British press is so ruthless? Because they'll post nudes of you? Well, yeah. The, uh, very few. Uh, uh, here's the thing. The British press is pretty much run by the same mindset as those who run the National Enquirer. Anything goes, you can, you can print a rumor. Then why do you think they do that? And then they don't have a lot of free speech there. Like you can't say anything bad about the government there, right? Sure you can. You can? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Why was they, that? They, what they can't you pro- do? They protest all the time? Well, well <clears throat> you're not supposed to riot, but they riot a lot over there. They strike a lot over there because everything is good. They strike against the government run. Everything's government run. Healthcare, transportation. Are you allowed energy. to say anything bad about the queen? Yeah, but you're typically frowned upon. And here's the thing. The royal family is kind of off limits, even back in the IRA days, when the IRA would go after a royal family member, it would be big, big deal. Like, you didn't go after the heir to the throne. You go well, after I, the Mountbatten's of the well, world. Well, the reason I asked that is because I, I didn't know that she does, the queen does a Christmas message, mm-hmm. and they call it the Christmas the message. The Christmas message. And I thought that was really interesting in the, in the world of, you know, Christmas, the word Christmas. It's kind of questionable. Not to, to, actually, to everyone I know, it's not. But I don't know what world people are living in where people are. There are some. I, I did notice a, a, an HOA in, in some place. And uh, I was going to talk about it on Friday, but I, I opted not to because I didn't want to bring, you know, like bring anything too serious in. But uh, yeah, we don't, we don't want to do that. This, but this HOA had ordered this guy. This guy had uh, a thing in his yard that said, you know, Jesus. And HOA said that neighbors complained he had to take it down because um, it didn't fit under their cri- definition of Christmas decorations um now here's the thing christmas comes from the word christ mass meaning the mass for the christ so you know technically jesus is in the name but uh but this is where it gets kind of iffy because they said it was a sign and you're not allowed to post signs in your yard as decoration so they were actually following the rules unless you have someone else out there that posted a sign that said season's greetings and if they didn't get away with it you see what i'm talking about so this is uh, apply a standard, but that was that was different. So yeah, so Alisa Vina Cordova, uh, hats off to you for traumatizing a lot of little kids who all they wanted to do was just see the baby Jesus, and now you just introduce them to your flopping breasts as you run through the Vatican, and it had to be cold there. <laughs> well, I know I'm telling you the photos. It's just kind of the reaction stuff. It's it's kind of, it's interesting because you can always see you know how everyone has like you can tell the the soul of somebody for the first four seconds of reacting to something or something uh. like that and it's just funny because you, you there's some guys who are just sniveling like a little kid like oh my god I see movies yeah and then there's just like Pauling like this is the most grotesque thing I've ever seen and then there's this random person who's not even paying attention like they're they're spaced out either <laughs> on their phone or like okay like good morning you know. Uh, I, I got to see that that particular photo, but just look it up. <laughs> Dick, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, someone who does this, 
I put them. I can't take them seriously. I put them in the category of a streamer. Well, I think it. I think what it is. It's it's more of. It depends on how good the content is, like the stuff they're promoting, because uh-huh. you're really looking for the hook to get them to look at something. So if it's really if it that something they're trying to get you to look at is actual real stuff, like say there there's genocide over here, and they put genocide in the place on their bare mm-hmm. chest. Mm-hmm. I think some people will be like, "Well, I didn't know that. Let me look that up." And then they might find, you know, I'm talking about like the hook. That's the hook. Well, do you need would not someone holding up a sign saying genocide do it, or do you need well, to I see think, the boobs? I to, think the boobs will get it public uh, publicized, and that's that's really what you're enough. trying to do. You're trying to hook them. I just find it funny where you know we had some protests. Uh, I think stateside not too long ago where women were dressing up in bodysuits resembling their parts. But parts, yeah, and. I just at that moment I just couldn't take it seriously. Yeah, and again, it, no, I agree. I agree with the the seriousness, but it's also like if they're if they're I feel like if you're going to be trying to promote a cause while using a method that is degrading in that sense, that cause has to be worth it. So if you're if you're promoting a cause about treating women equally or something, that's when that's saying that the hook doesn't really work because you're like, well, we already tried to do that. Like, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. this just seems kind of. Ludicrous, but if it's something that nobody knows about and people need to know about it, like a genocide, you know that kind of stuff, that everyone can kind of go, I didn't know that. Let me let me see what this is all about. Now I'm going to flip this on you ever so briefly. Let's say you and I, the Rick the Reluctant Cowboy, a couple of other people. Yeah, we pick a we we pick a cause. Let's say genocide, and we decide to run through downtown Conroe in speedos. Well, it has to be a real cause, though. Uh, we'll pick a cause. Would we be taken seriously or would we be pointed? No, I, you know, they, they'd be in awe at me. Well, no, I think uh, in today's reporting world, mm-hmm. the protesters get the benefit of the doubt. Okay, let's do it then. Let's get Rick is that, together. Does that make sense? Yeah, but let's get, you mean Rick together. Now, if we ride it, it'd be another, because even riders get the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Just depends on what you're riding about. So, I hear you. I mean, and it depends on who our PR guy is. Elisa Vino Cordova, this one's for you. Bring it home. We'll be back. Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. Morning's Lone Star. Thanks for joining us. We're sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Condo Coffee. We got great music coming up in uh, the top of the hour around 10 o'clock. If you want to join us, just call in 936 647 3776 or message on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Look us up, like us, follow us, all that good stuff. We had a great week this week. It is post Christmas week. And we have several guests coming in tomorrow and then also Thursday. I need to see Star Wars. You haven't seen it yet? I have. I did not. was unable to see it. Did you hear that this? Uh, there's a near riot at this one cinema? The, the film broke or something? Like, after the crawl and they're freaking out? Yeah, it was in the news. Pretty funny. Sounds typical of Star Wars fans. Hey, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> we'll be back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, 
at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Whammed on Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. Mornings with Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee. Thank you, Taylor, for being over there, keeping our coffee hot and clean sweep office cleaning. Guys, uh, I don't see any tinsel or uh, glitter on the floor, so I'm presuming you came in and cleaned it all up. So thank you. Speaking of glitter. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That was a segue. Yeah, so this weekend was really busy because I was visiting Holly and her dishwasher backed up. And if you ever had a dishwasher back up, most dishwashers are connected to. I've learned I've learned a little too much about dishwashers and disposals and what's illegal and what isn't legal, or what's legal and illegal when it comes to installing these things. Really? So, what I learned by code in Houston is you're supposed to you can only drain the dishwasher and the um, disposal together. You can't do anything any other thing. Okay. So, like, for example, some people try to hook up their washing machine and their dishwasher together on the same line. Oh, okay. I got you. And you can't do that. that. You can't do that. And I don't know why. I just looked at – I was just researching stuff because I don't – she's in an apartment. So I was like, maybe I can figure this out without calling anybody over Christmas because, you know, you don't want stinky, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, anything, I was – I took some nasty stuff out. I was like, oh, maybe that's it. Let me start the dishwasher just to see if it drains and all this kind of stuff. Well, the disposal starts backing up. I was like, oh, man, oh, man. And so I turn everything off, whatever. And I let it drain. I leave the room. And I come back, and there's glitter all around the sink. And I was like, why is there glitter (laughs) in the water? And so I asked Holly. And I was like, Holly, why is there glitter in the water? I don't know. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) You know. Why is there glitter in the water? And so she still didn't know. And I'm like, that's probably why it's clogged, because there's a bunch of stuff you don't know in this thing. But I'm not a I'm not a plumber. Yeah, uh, I've I've become a YouTube plumber, meaning you know, like uh, Mrs. Skippy. Before we got married, she had a dishwasher issue, and I went down. I had no idea what I was doing, but I hauled out my trusty phone, went to YouTube, typed in the keywords, and actually fixed it. I was like hero of the hour for that one. Actually, yeah. actually thank thank you YouTube for well, that. Well, luckily for me, my brother, one of my older brothers, is Mr. Tool. And like he does everything, like he he's. Oh, that's why you call him that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean it. Like, I was mistaken. I didn't mean he was a tool. tool I was tool. earlier mistaken. But uh, carry on. He, he goes. He goes. You know, I have all the tools that you could do that for, right? And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. You got no one ever calls me. I'm like, well, you're not a, a plumber, so that's probably why no one calls you. Well, you know, I know how to do that stuff. Okay. Well, I'm bringing him in. Give me his number, man. So I, I think use I might that. do it. I yeah. think I might challenge him. 
It's uh, cold and rainy out there today. That's that's the Skippy uh, weather report. <laughs> I have no idea of the temperature or the chance of precipitation, but I'm looking out the window, and it's cold, and it's raining. So let's be safe out there, people. I don't yeah. think it's quite sleet conditions, but uh, I don't know. It's very wintry, and uh, we're just a few days away from the new year, 2018. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And then uh, Christmas is – it's always funny when, like, the hop skipping away is Christmas, then New Year's. So it's, you really don't know what to do with your – emotional time this is the this is the calm between the yeah storms. so this is the downtime because yeah, now everyone's calling and texting going hey what are you doing here what are we doing what are we doing, what are we doing? I'm like, man i don't want to go anywhere <laughs> this is when i wish i if i had options like it'd be cool to be in new york mainly because they have the cool public transport uh, transportation thing because if you're in houston it's kind of risky to go anywhere past 8 p.m on new year's eve so yeah. agreed and especially if you're on the road past midnight you're pretty much gonna get pulled over yeah and and people doesn't matter trust me i haven't pulled over many time for driving late and uh, i'm the whitest white boy you know so you know that it's not a not a profiling thing it's just if you're driving late well no i i uh i told (laughs) i told my buddies he was like what do y'all want to do i was like your house is being renovated right now right and he's like yeah because the flood and i was like why don't we just have it there because if we screw it up, we screw it up and just get fixed anyway. I, I'm telling you right now, my house would be the perfect place for like a, a laser tag or a paintball yeah. thing. Just, you know, lots of uh, plastic sheeting to hide behind. It's uh, like it's like people buy the uh, throwaway dish, uh, dishes and stuff. We mm-hmm. just get a throwaway house and then we get a new one. <laughs> there we go. Or I said we should do an Airbnb. Oh, there you go. The the Norman Bates Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. And then we just, we have a party at an Airbnb and then we just leave. There you go. <laughs> hey, so uh, Skippy has a confession to make. Okay, what is it? I watched. Hold on. I didn't think it'd be this yeah, hard right. to admit it. Here we go. I watched a Hallmark Christmas movie. I watched Unforgettable with Katherine Heigl and Rosie Dawson, the Lifetime movie that was produced as a serious movie. So it's almost as bad. Oh, as I feel better with life. Okay. <laughs> so how was the Hallmark? Is that your first Hallmark movie? I think so. Yeah. I mean, obviously I've skipped channels and I've seen them in action. So did you watch it from start to finish? I did. Okay. I watched it from so start to finish. When do you think the movie actually started? Because I, the, mean, well, the issue. 6 p.m. on well, no, Saturday. No, no, no. I'm more like those movies. The, the thing I laugh about it is there's not really a plot, but there is. But it's not enough to where it's so obvious throughout the like, oh, finally, this is like, oh, they're on an adventure. No. It's or th- finally, they're, they're supposed to, you know, they're having the, the. The conflict of interest, but there's no conflict. Of interest. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a sitcom plot. It, the sitcoms are called that for a reason. It's a situational comedy, which means it's the situation you're in that sets up the whole thing, yeah. and nothing else matters. And the situation was on this. It was called the Christmas Getaway. Sorry, Christmas Getaway. I don't think the was in there. Uh, it had two actors from a drama called The Last Ship, and so it was great seeing them play a love interest. When in The Last Ship, they play, you know, he's a Navy SEAL and she's a CIA operative. Uh, and then the guy, his mother, the, the actor's playing his mother was in uh, Stargate, apparently. Uh, but as I was watching this, I had the, it was in my head playing the the drinking game. Oh, look, uh, uh, token black friends, take a drink, take a shot. 
precocious child take a shot. Oh, double did, shot because he's a widower. Didn't I tell you like that that list is a little too spot on? It was I, in my head. I was because I had the picture on my phone still, and I was like, oh my gosh, I could like. Well, it's almost like they drunk off. It's of this. like the person who wrote that list writes the Hallmark movies, <laughs> and they literally have a bucket, and they're like, all right, which one do you want to do? We got a precocious child. All this right, the, this is one of those either Wheels of Fortune or dartboard or something where okay, situation, boom. Bed and breakfast. Okay, what's happened? Bunk widower with bunk daughter uh, who uh, bunk uh, double booking the 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 reservation throws them together. A, a relative is going to be bunk mother, and she is a bunk magazine writer. I mean, seriously, it was like right out of the playbook. They were throwing darts and went up with it, and you know, she overhears him because you, you have the other woman who's really going after the widower, and she's you know. And so he's going out on like non-dates with her, and he, but he's telling his mom, ah, she's just not for me, you know. And then near the end, the 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 the, the woman, the other woman says, hey, I'm not even going to compete because I can see what, you know, how you look at her and and I understand and I don't want to be, you know, it's all together. There's no zero conflict. I know, I'm telling you, like, what does this movie start? And then he turns <laughs> his mom and he's telling his mom about the other woman going, yeah, she just wasn't for me. And of course, the love interest hears this, overhears it and thinks he's talking about her. So she leaves the next morning and like, I, I got to go. Who goes and gets her the bomb or the, no, the, the, the guy does he, uh, well, she leaves and kind of very abruptly. Cause she promised the daughter, Oh, we're going to go, we're going to go ice skating in this. And so the daughter's bummed and <clears throat> the woman leaves. So you're saying the mo- the girl makes these promises and she abandons them. Yeah. She's cause she, she's like, Oh, he yeah. doesn't want me. And then the, the, the widower guy is like, oh, she didn't think of no. the children. Well, he's like, no, something's wrong. It's got to be wrong because she wouldn't be like that. And so she starts to leave and get snowed in. So she starts to turn around and come back and get stuck. He comes across her, realizes she's facing the direction of coming back into town. So obviously there's love because, you know, he's like, I couldn't help but notice when I pulled up on you, you weren't facing north. You were facing south. That sounds... Horrible. And so she confesses, well, I left because you didn't want me because I heard you say that. And he goes, oh, you stupid, silly girl. I'm talking about the other one. I love you. Oh, you do. And then they start to kiss. And then that's when they're interrupted by the horn of the car behind them. So they're they're blocked from their kiss. Uh, take a shot. <laughs> you know, the almost kiss that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, but I have to admit, this is, this, this is my dark secret. It's, I got so into it. That like Mrs. Skippy and her mother had to leave for a while, and I'm like, okay, you guys go out. I'm gonna stay here and watch the Hallmark movie. And uh, I think the beverage game helps. The what? The beverage game. It helps you pay yeah. attention. You're like, oh my god, is that one? Because that that was my issue. A lot of times we're watching. I'm like, it it almost counts, almost counts. <laughs> I was like, we needed a judge or something. I'm like, all right, what does the judge say about judge this ruling? <laughs> but uh, maybe that's how we should start rating them. <laughs> right. You are listening to Morning's Lone Star, brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeClean.com. Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Mm-hmm. Visit ConroeCoffee.com for more information. That special thanks to those guys sponsoring Morning's Lone Star. We're going to listen to a couple songs, so stick around. We're going to be back after, you know, a couple. Whoop, whoop. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, 
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Just when you thought it was safe to turn your radio back on, you've been whammed. That's all I got. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. Dick's the other one. It is 10-12 on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, Tuesday the 26th. And kind of still cold and wet out there. I'll look at the temperature momentarily. But uh, we've got some stuff going in the news. It is, uh, Dick, you were right. Emotionally, it's kind of like the downtime. But the news keeps plugging away, especially as we uh, churn towards uh, 2018. Remember how this time last year, it was people were just waiting for the year to get over because that was the year of, like celebrity death. So many people. I think this has just been a surreal year. It's just been a funky year. Just just crazy stuff uh, all around between, you know, the uh, the presidency and the protests and the media and the... Did you think coming into this year that the biggest consistent story would be about... Uh, sexual uh, harassment allegations uh, from the from the Hollywood crowd. Yeah, I think that was one that's kind of dominated the circulation, especially with you know. Hopefully, in 2018, we have a bunch of follow ups and figure out what's going on. Because I mean, I mean, on, in all honesty, the biggest story I would say that started it was the Harvey Weinstein story. But really, what do we know mm-hmm. after the fact? Because like nothing really happened in a sense of did he is he arrested is he going to jail i mean we know he's probably losing money we know he probably can't work in hollywood again under the name harvey weinstein <laughs> but i mean that that to me it's like I, if that was the goal of it then you know congratulations but it kind of stinks because the the huge allegations that come out and then we don't get the result that we feel is justified right and i mean response is already happening nbc uh, has just released new tough new guidelines on sexual harassment in the workplace. And, uh, you know, deter- determine for yourselves. Is, is it uh, go far enough? Does it go too far? Is it just right? Is it Goldilocks? The guidelines include, um, you know, zero tolerance of sexual harassment, which means that not only, uh, well, well, now under these new rules, if you notice two other employees of NBC having even a relationship, meaning it doesn't even have to be an, an affair or, you know, uh, an illegal affair, or, I mean, uh, you know, extramarital affair or something, but actually just, you know, going out on a date, you must report it to HR. If you don't report any 
relationship status uh, of someone else, not your own, of someone else, if you witness one, then you can be fired for not stopping any potential harassment. I think that's kind of a knee-jerk reaction uh, because uh, other rules that NBC has is uh, you can't share cabs and you cannot take a vegan co-worker to a steakhouse. And Dick and I were talking off the air about, well, let's say there's a group of NBC employees, maybe they're, you know, production crew or something, and they're all go out for a drink, and then they decide, hey, let's go this, you know, go over here. Well, if anyone shares a cab or if they go to a place that serves meat and one of the people in this group is a vegan, and let's say two of these people maybe hook up during this, this party, then three rules have just been broken that you can get terminated over just for going out and drinking with the friends. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like those are more situational, and it's more if someone comes forward. Because, but if, if you don't come forward, if you're going to create an atmosphere in the workplace where people don't want to leave, like don't even want to chance it, and they just go home, I mean, that's, they're going to create that dystopian future that we see in these. Well, that's in these movies. That's the thing. They're they're told if you don't report this, then you're you're in trouble. You're fired. And that's kind of almost. That's not even blaming the victim. That's blaming someone who doesn't even know it. It's like the the, the law that used to be on the books that well, if you it, knew CPR, it just, you'd it have just to takes give it. one person to falsely make a claim just because they know they have the power over it, and you're like, Ooh. and right now I'm just living in a constant state of waiting for that shoe to drop. Yeah, uh, it's gonna happen sooner or later. Someone's gonna do something big, and it's gonna derail the process a lot. But uh, yeah, NBC, a way well, to uh, <laughs> I think confront the, this. Well, the, I think well they have to do something. I mean, there has to be something has to change in a sense of how surprised were you like the Matt Lauer thing? Did that surprise you at all uh, to that level? I did not Enough? know to that level. Yeah, it's I, I know he was like the darling of NBC. Well, I mean, I don't we, we glorified a TV show that did that called Mad Men. People loved Mad Men. And that's pretty much the borderline what they're talking about of how people were treated. Mm hmm. And the people are still treating the other people that way today. And and you're absolutely right. And that's the, the thing about Mad Men. I, again, it's a show I didn't watch. I, I caught some scenes and I, I know about enough about it. But not making excuses, but that at the time was how it went. You know, you know, secretaries were there to fetch coffee, wear high heels, and, you know, bend over to pick up the files and to do extra secretarial duties. And only women were secretaries and only women were nurses and only men were doctors and the guys called them sweet cakes and, and slapped them on the rump. That's how it was in the 60s. It's just, that, you, know, you know, if we could go back in time and change it, absolutely. Maybe we would. But we, we had, it was a different time, different generation, and that's how it was. Yeah. But no longer this way. That's what I'm saying. I'm not excusing it back then, saying that's how it was. But to use that, to bring that um, mindset to the present and applying it, is as bad, in my opinion, as taking today's mindset and applying it to actions back then. Yeah. I keep on saying you can't apply today's standards. Well, that's what I felt. So, action. I mean, I, I, you can't imagine being in the shoes of these people, especially like a Matt Lauer, who it's clearly had a history of it mm -hmm. or questionable behavior. And that's what's kind of scary to me is you look at this NBC's reaction where you have to report it. Maybe that's the only way they can think of right now how to prevent it because. You, you have these people who are so ingrained in the company who you don't think will ever get fired. Like, did you ever think Matt Lauer would ever leave today until it was on his time? I mean, that's how long he's been there. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. And, and that's what amazes me about the accusations 
because you you've seen people in the in in the Hollywood spotlight who who basically protested like nope that's that, I didn't do that you're I, I didn't do that and then you have people like Matt Lauer who just disappeared. Well, yeah, they seem to be doing one of three things. They, uh, well, one of two main things. Either they kind of disappear with a well, some of these are true, but some of them aren't, and that's what Weinstein did. That's what Lauer did. That's what a lot of them have done. But it's one of those things you don't want to, you don't even want to talk about because of that. Because once you say, "Oh, some of them are true," you're like, "Well, we don't care which ones because you're bad." Yeah. Um, then you have those who are like flat out denying it, and you got your Roy Moore of the your Roy Moores of the world. But here's the thing, and again, I just got to point this out: the day the election happened, all. No one else came forward. No new claims. Where are these women right now? You know, it just that one smacks of uh, political theater to me. Um, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that he is the pig that everyone says he is because I don't want to believe that you could destroy an entire legitimate Senate election just by paying some women to come forward and, and make up lies. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I, and that's what I'm saying. That 2018 is going to be the year of the follow-up. I hope, and especially with a lot of the news, and you know, especially things that do take time. And a lot of people don't. I, I personally don't recognize the time it takes because you know, like the investigations on everything and all that kind of stuff. You don't know what they're doing every day, and you know, to us, it seems like they're not doing anything until somebody mistakenly reports a news report, and then things <laughs> really change. Right, but. I think in the year 2018, we're going to have a year year of uh, the follow-up. What do you think? Because, you know, the, the midterms are going to happen in 18 next year. This is yeah. clearing house. And both sides are kind of predicting a, a sweep on their end. You know, I think I think GOP is more cautious well, going, we could, you know, this, this could go either way. We need to I, clean up our act. I mean, if it comes down to the individual races where you, you take the more situation, like you said, these allegations happen and that's what kind of shifted things. Now, say those allegations never happened. Do you think he would have won? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that if it's that kind of a micromanagement power play that everyone's going to be trying to do, it's going to be really interesting. Mainly because there's just there's not enough news sources to keep following up. And once you get that bad report, then you don't – I mean, it, to give you an idea, you know, the year of the fake news started in 2016. Mm -hmm. And then 2017 maintained it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like there was too many situations where it was like you, you kind of are playing into the guys. Like you kind of are becoming fake news and, with your reporting and stuff. So I think the journalism next year, when it's the year of the follow-up, they're going to hopefully learn their lesson with a big lawsuit or something where – you're like, okay, when we report these things, we got to make sure this is not just, you know, page six news. We need to be the time. We need to be CNN. Mm -hmm. But good call. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, I don't know how the midterms are going to go. It, uh, they could At this moment, they could go either way. They could maintain the status quo where there's not much of a change. The Democrats could sweep or the, I mean, the Republicans could sweep. It, it literally is anybody's game right now. Yeah. Very interesting to see as we get closer to it. Well, one thing that it's always kind of surprising to me, and I don't know if this is a direct connection or part of either what leader we've had, but it seems like the economy is doing really well. The economy is booming. It is and booming, booming, it's booming. It's maintaining itself, and it's increasing every day. And Real now, unemployment is at its lowest historic. Now, I don't know if that's a Donald Trump thing. I don't know if that's a Barack Obama thing. I don't think it's really connected just to these two people. But I think I always believed that it was part of the mentality of the country 
and for some reason everyone's kind of on the same wavelength of being positive and working and doing things and going out and buying things because they were reporting that this was the one of the biggest retail years yeah in like living memory and that they're they're saying today though the post-christmas sales are going to be just as intense so i mean that means that that means something yeah i mean there's there is such a thing as consumer confidence i don't know what regulates it and what it it is the mood and and the here's the thing much like the coach has to take the hit for the team the president takes the hit for the country so you get to take the the credit and the blame uh you know if there's a a movie where uh some acting sucks you blame the director you know so but then again that same director or ceo whatever they get they get the plus side too and she uh she sorry uh i I was looking at, at at a headline here the current economy is on an upswing and remember, the president's been in for an hour, uh, a year now. Yeah. Already. So it's not like, uh, I remember the first year of Obama, it was, he was going, well, it takes a while to fix these things. Well, I, I think this time around, when you have a bulldog of a president, love him or hate him, he's a bulldog. And he's like, okay, what's next? We're going to do this next. Well, it's the year of the dog in China. Is it the year of the dog in China? Yeah. They, whoa, they, erected, a, they erected a dog Trump statue and it looks pretty, it looks I, it's funny that they have these pictures of people surrounded by this like 40 foot dog statue but no one's looking at it it's like it's just part of normal society yeah there's a big old statue here it looks like Donald Trump it looks like a dog yeah. <laughs> does it look more like Trump than the Hall of Presidents robot does oh yeah no, this, that is so Hillary Clinton with a Trump wig oh, that's on hilarious. I'm telling no but you. no like consumer confidence and all that kind of stuff we talked about uh, we're going to take a quick short break and we'll be back with more mornings and Lone Star brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266. 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. We're back. It is. For a couple minutes. We got another thing of oh, music coming your way. 1027 in the morning. 2017 it's... year in review. Morning's Lone Star. Let us know what your favorite <laughs> memory was in 2017. 
My favorite memory was the day I started working with you. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Good morning, everybody. It is a dreary morning here. 46 degrees outside. Yeah, it's a, uh, it, it kind of sucks. But Condor Coffee's open. So that was a nice, nice surprise. That they were open? Oh, I would have kicked on the door if they hadn't been. I would have made my own. You don't mess with Skippy and his lack of coffee in the morning. So yeah, we, uh, so off the air during the music and stuff, Dick and I are talking about Excuse me, various things that are happening in the headlines and uh, like the state of the world. Uh, I think later on this week, we are going to do a kind of a year in review. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. That'd be great. This is more recent news. Um, so, you know, we we're talking last week about United Nations, how we were basically saying, don't, you know, the whole vote that happened to, uh, to catch people up after 22 years of it being on the books, but just not official. The president, the current president, finally said what should have happened 22 years ago: that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. We're going to move our embassy there because this was ratif- this was voted into law 22 years ago and ratified another three years ago. We just every president's kicked down, kicked the can down the the, the street. Well, the current president did. Uh, so I believe it was Syria. There was a Palestinian type nation who voted to censure the United States as a result of this basically giving them a slap on the wrist and 130 something countries sided with the censure five uh, um, voted with the United States. And then like there were 35 mainly European countries who abstained because they were kind of wussy. Uh, and as a result, uh, Nikki Haley, who's the UN ambassador, the you know, American ambassador to the United Nations basically said, we're going to remember this. Well, we've taken your names, you know, those who had your hands held up to next time you come asking for more USAID or extra money or extra help or something, we're remembering this day. And of course that caused a brouhaha. Oh, you expect us to buy boats. And I was talking to Dick off the air about this. It's like, let's say there's a kid at school who just doesn't have enough lunch money and I've got more money. So I feed him every day or whatever. And then he starts smack talking me. I'm going to say, dude, don't bite the hand that feeds you. And that's what's happening. So the latest headline is that United States has just announced a $285 million slash in the United States contribution uh, budget, budgeted to the United Nations, which actually puts it on par with what it should be. We've always paid more and more and more. So kind of putting the money where the mouth is, making it real world. And I, I personally think it's an awesome idea. I know people... And this is very polarizing. One thing we have, we have an insanely polarizing president and administration going on. Love it or hate it, there's very little in between. And I know people on the other end are, oh, no, this is blackmailing the other countries. And it could be. I, I mean, I'm not a you know international uh, uh, diplomat, so I don't know all the nuts and bolts. But as John Q. Public, I think it's awesome that they're putting into effect going, you guys come to us every time you need help, but we're also your whipping boy. We'll know more. And that kind of is against the previous administration's apology tour that, that actually went on where the previous president would, would kind of apologize for the United States getting involved in other people's affairs. But there is no other country in the universe that's given more in, in financial aid, foreign aid than the United States. I mean, in the history of planet earth. And it sounds like a substantial amount more. Absolutely. And so to be spanked for for your troubles, that's why, you know, I think it took a non-political player like the current president, 
you know, for good or ill, we have a non-politician who's the top politician in the country and is running it not not doing your typical politics. So it's throwing the political world on its ear because they're saying, hey, that's not how we how we play. Maybe sometimes you should play that way. I don't know. This is an ongoing conversation. But yeah, so UN, 285 million that's not going over there. Maybe we can use it over here to supplement the tax plan. And uh, do we know if Stephen David's going to come back on the air? Our, uh, we can try. Our we Democratic try. friend, he's running for Congressional 8. Um, he's going to be challenging uh, incumbent Kevin Brady. Uh, he and I had some good conversations both on and off the air about the tax plan and health care. And I'd love to get him back on. He, he was a good debater. Uh, Skippy is a big fan of civil discourse. You can have wildly divergent opinions and convey your part and listen to the other person's part and not even have to change your mind and go out for coffee afterwards. So I wouldn't mind him coming back. We could talk about the tax deal because he called it the tax scam. Well, what's interesting about it too is you think that uh, with the response from the media, Kevin Brady will have something to ride on when he comes into this election. I would love to get him or a member of his staff on the air to ask them about that because uh, Congressman Brady did run on the fair tax plan. And when he worked hard to become the chairman of Ways and Means, and that's the that's the department that, that handles tax issues. That's what Ways and Means does. Uh, th- he was all about the, I, I have a plan and it's going to get to where you can put your entire tax return on a postcard. And that's the platform we ran on. Now, what we have now is nothing like that. So is it good enough to make the friends go, okay, he's close enough, we, we still love you? Or would it take people off, go, hey, you sold out to the man, you know, this is just another tax bill that didn't fix any of the problems. Uh, so I'd love to get a member of the staff on to, to talk about it. So we're, we're putting a call out to the Brady campaign. You know who you are. Give us a call. Or, hey, you've even got my number. Call me direct. We'll get you on the air. We'd love to talk about it. Um, civil discourse. That's what it's all about. It is what it's all about here in Morning's Lone Star. We got to take a music break, folks. We're we'll going to jam it. Are we going to jam? We're going to jam. Woohoo! We'll be back after a couple songs. Hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. It's 1033 here on Mornings and Lone Star. Brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. We'll be back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 936- 
866-766-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Dick, there are some songs that uh, are just made to be montage songs, and that was one of them. The one you just played. You well, can... the music video is a montage. Is it? <laughs> so okay. Like, but yeah, it's you... just George Michael looking at this girl, like, oh, 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 no, oh. not, 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 not a Last Christmas, but the the one you played. The oh, uh, okay, Mama told me not to come. Yeah, you you can't hear that song and not just picture being in a montage of something. You, you know, the 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 couple dating or the guy, you know, bulking up for the big fight. It's definitely a montage song. What other montage songs are out there? Songs that you just listen to and go, man, this this would be great in a montage. I know that uh, uh, the, the guys that did uh, South Park for their puppet movie, they actually did a song called The Montage Song. Like, it's time for a montage. We're going we're gonna to scrunch everything down to a two-minute. Uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Don't play it on the air, though, because I think it's pretty dirty. It is from the South Park guys. Uh, hey, Sheila Jackson Lee's in the news. Uh, our local congresswoman, uh, Houston Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, who just, if there's a camera, she can't be too far from she it. She reminds me of a person who, who believe like, and we're living in a world where there isn't royalty in the United States, but she creates it. She does. Well, you know, she is a former slave herself, according to her. She came over here in, in shackles. This is, a, I, I swear, she has actually said that she came over here in shackles as a slave. And uh, then again, she also said that uh, Neil Armstrong walked on Mars. So we got to take everything she says with a grain of salt. But that being said, so there's a lady who had a United flight on December 18th named Jean-Marie Simon. Um, I'm, presu- I'm presuming there's a little French connection there. And uh, she goes to, you know, she's sitting in her first class seat. And then she's told, you have to leave your seat. But why, she says, because uh, your seat's been... You canceled your seat, and so she was told her seat was canceled, but she's already in the seat. They already let her on the plane. Hold on, did, did she really cancel it? According to United, they say that their records on their end, their automatic records show that she canceled her ticket, her, her reservation or her boarding pass or whatever. She says no, and she actually took screenshots to show that she never did this, but so it's kind of iffy. So what happened was, so though they say after that's, the fact that she gave up her seat, they let her on the airplane, they moved her from her seat, put her, you know, and then put her back in another seat, like in, in economy. And then when she comes forward, she sees that Sheila Jackson Lee in her seat. So she takes a picture. The crew comes out and tells her, stop taking pictures or we're going to kick you off the flight. She's like, she's, so she's making a stink about it. Uh, um, so it depends on who you believe. Could this woman have accidentally canceled her flight? Uh, then yeah, they still let her on the plane, even though she they say she canceled. Well, that's a little alarming, don't you think? That of uh, an air air whatever airport airport um, airline will let you get on an airplane, let you sit down, get you sit, get yourself situated, and then they come to you and be like, "Oh, by the way, you canceled your seat. You're not going right now." Okay, so regardless, regardless of they're giving it to whoever, they were still gonna. I mean, that's what's strange to me is they said they canceled the seat. And then they moved her somewhere else. Now, even because I'm reading this and this is how I'm reading it, but let's say it went the other way that 
she's trying to get on the plane and they say, oh, you canceled your seat. She's, and she proves it didn't. So, okay, we'll let you on. But we gave your seat away to this woman. And it just happens to be this politician that everyone else has already said would have been let, the first one let on board the airplane anyways. Before he has the pre-board, even before the kids and stuff. And so Sheila Jackson Lee is not disabled. She's not elderly. She doesn't have a young child, but she was still the first one on the airplane. <clears throat> so there's obviously preferential treatment. Now, United has apologized and given a $500 voucher to this uh, Jean-Marie Simon. But uh, don't know. that I, I think, you, you know, in the Houston world, this is just the typical weekly headline for dear old Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what I love is they're also reporting that United said they upgraded Jackson Lee automatically, not because she's a member of Congress. Mm-hmm. Golly, I, how, how do I get that automatic upgrade? Yeah, that's uh, what I will see that again. They choose the wrong words there because they could have just easily given the economy seat to Sheila Jackson Lee because she apparently already had it. Because she needs to be upgraded. To be upgraded, you got to be somewhere else below, right? Right. Yeah, I, I agree. So this, I don't know if there will be a follow up, but uh, United certainly couldn't use the bad publicity. Um, come on, United, I like you guys. Let's let's, let's straighten up our act. And uh, <laughs> oh, here's some sad news. Do you know the actress Lainey Kazan? She's the mother in uh, how the Big Fat Greek Wedding movies. Okay. Yeah, actress, been around for a while. She got busted for shoplifting. 180 bucks worth of groceries, and they caught her and arrested her. And they and she said, well, I stole it. At least she admitted it. She said, but she's destitute. She broke. Um, they actually let her go without bail. So maybe she had a you know compelling story, or maybe she gave out autographs. But uh, Maybe she should lower her fee, because she can be in movies still, I imagine, right? Yeah. It's um, she's a good actress. I've seen her in different stuff before, uh, but just think, do you? Even though the the second Greek wedding movie wasn't as popular as the first, still that's two major motion pictures. You know, you think you'd have something in savings yeah. for that? Uh, to and no offense to Lainey, and I'm not body shaming, but she's not skinny exactly, so I think she can afford the food. You don't have to steal the food. Well, also it reminds me of those people who steal just because. They they like a kleptomaniac basically. Well, when Renona Ryder was busted for shoplifting, that's what she said. And I actually kind of have to, you know, give her props in my own way. She didn't use it as an excuse. She's like, I stole because I just wanted to steal it. I'm a klepto, and I think that's how she was able to survive it. So to have Lainey Kazan, if she'd said, "Oh, I forgot," or, or I'm I'm, I'm used to star privilege or anything else like that. Maybe she could get away with it but by saying, I'm broke, that I stole it on purpose because I'm broke. And people are going to be asking, well, where'd your money go? And, of course, the IRS is going to be looking into that, too. So good luck to Lainey on that one. My goodness, it's, it's 10 to 11. Did you know that? This morning's just zipped by. Uh, is there time to talk about Rosie O'Donnell? Oh, yeah, I want to talk about that. You want to talk about Rosie? Yeah. She's kind of like got a, a three for going right now. So um, Rosie O'Donnell... <laughs> I don't, I don't think she needs an introduction, uh, tweeted that she would give $2 million each to two Republican senators, Jeff Flake and Susan Collins, if they voted against the tax bill. Now, Dick, I, I'm by no means the smartest man in the room at any given moment, but isn't that bribery? Well, and again, this is what I love the beauty of Twitter. 
because I, I, I still haven't gotten in my mind the sense of needing to go online and po- like basically doing it like shouting outside, you know, and just let it go. Right. <laughs> like, I don't feel the need. And if that's the way you feel you need to communicate with somebody, it's kind of strange to me because if somebody, if I, if I, if I knew a person personally in the sense of, oh, you're offering $2 million to these people, like, why are you doing this on Twitter, man? Like, yeah, I'd be doing it in a, in a parking garage and with well, black well, SUVs. You can argue, what's nice about that argument is you can just say it was just a statement. It wasn't something I would act on. But I mean, given that who Rosie O'Donnell is, I, I'll be really, I'll be really happy if somebody wanted to, you know, entrapment, do an entrapment thing with her. If like, yeah, just anybody contact else that said, I will give you, Senator, I will give you $2 million to vote this way. That's bribery. Whether or not they say, well, I'm just making a statement. No, you offered $2 million. I mean, seriously, if that had been an undercover cop, it, it's, it, criminal charges would have been filed. Well, uh, there's a conservative talk show host named Ben Shapiro. He was a young guy, actually, very young, and uh, got in a little Twitter war with uh, Rosie about that, basically saying, hey, that's bribery. He said some other stuff, but she eventually responded with a uh, uh, inviting him to do something to her orally that is, at this time, genetically impossible for him to do to a woman. And uh, so then he's like, so what he did on that was he posted a Me Too comment, you know, hashtag Me Too, saying that, okay, she's just harassed me now. Twitter, you need to knock her off. And Twitter's like, oh, no, it doesn't that doesn't fall under our category. And, and he made it distinct. So she got booted off of Twitter, that, that posting. So here she is bribing. Well, here's the, the, the funny thing about, the other funny thing about it. She has $4 million to just throw at a couple of senators over a tax bill where she says not enough people are paying money. If you got, and again, I, I will put this out to anybody who feels you're not paying enough taxes in the world, you are legally entitled to write a check to the United States Treasury for any amount you want and give it to them. Seriously. It, it, it Warren Buffett is saying, oh, I don't pay enough in taxes. Sure you do. You, you can. If you, if you feel you're, you haven't paid $10 million enough in taxes, write a check to the U.S. Treasury for $10 million. They will cash it. There you go. You are allowed to do this. So, Rosie, if you got $4 million to throw around to a couple of senators, then I think uh, your taxing is not too bad right now. Yeah. Just saying. Well, I, I think it's funny, too, because, like, I bring up the Twitter thing, because you know if this actually does come under investigation or whatever, it's always going to be cited Twitter. She said it on Twitter, and it's like you're in the court of law, but, like, it was right here. And, like, they <laughs> printed it out, and it's Twitter. And all that kind of stuff. It's just funny to me that, that I wonder how many times Facebook and Twitter has been used in any type of court of law. Well, I have a feeling her, if this ever, like, went anywhere legally, her stance would be, hey, I say dumb stuff all the time. She also said on Twitter that if Trump was elected, she'd leave the country. Yeah. Rosie, you're still here. Why don't you boot Sheila Jackson Lee off a United flight? Take your seat and go elsewhere. That's what I'm saying. So I think that's, ironically, that'd be Rosie's thing is, oh, I say stuff all the time that I don't mean. Uh, Well, she also claims she's a comedian. I feel like that's kind of the cop out with a lot of people who think they're funny and it's like, oh, I'm a comedian. So you're like, you're, you, you can kind of do anything. That's where I go, make me laugh, comedian. Make me laugh, funny boy. So. <laughs> make me laugh now. Nick, it's good seeing you, man. Yeah. It was good. I missed we gotta you yesterday. We got to wrap this up, guys. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We, our special guest tomorrow, we have a judge. Whoa. Claudia Laird. She's judge in Claudia studio. Laird into studio. Yeah, she's going to be in around 10 o'clock. So we got us for an hour at nine. And then uh, we're going to continue this year in review. 
and do all sorts of things tomorrow. Morning's a lone star. Thanks for joining us. And a special thanks to Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. And then Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning. We got a good lineup. IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar to see exactly what's going on today. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.